Today's finding is about gravity bending light. It's brought to you by the library uh, putting a book on the new releases shelf called General Relativity, the Theoretical Minimum. It's by Leonard Suskind and Andre Cabanas. And uh, the idea of these books, this is the fourth in the series, is... Um, you know, if you know some math and uh, are familiar with like high school physics or college physics, these books will like teach you in a minimal way uh, how you could understand, um, you know, more advanced mainstream physics concepts. Uh, for me, though, <laughs> for this one, I think what page did I get to? I got to page like 38 before I stopped following it because it got into Minkowski geometry, which I, I didn't even understand the description of it. So I'll have to someday read about it. But I did understand this part um, in the beginning, and I came across my notes about it. And it's about, um, you know, how, how um, light can be bent by gravity uh, or I guess more specifically by acceleration. And you can think of gravity as a form of acceleration. So if you were standing on the ground and you shined a flashlight or a laser um, parallel to yourself, parallel to the ground, or what you think is parallel to the ground, um, if you're standing there on the ground, it would look like the light, you'd observe that the light went straight, uh, went in a straight line, parallel to the ground. But if you were uh, somebody watching that person and you were on an elevator that was going up, uh, it would still look straight if the elevator was moving at a constant velocity. So it was moving up at a steady velocity. It would look different though, but it would look straight. So from your frame of reference in the elevator, uh, when you started at like time zero, it would, you know, the the height of of the light would be, I don't know, let's say zero, right? Um, the same as it would be at time zero for the person on the ground. But by the time you got to time one, I'm not gonna use units here because, you know, light and all that stuff. Um, makes it too complicated. But uh, at time one, uh, it would be different for you on the elevator and the observer on the ground, whereas the height would be the same for the person on the ground, but the height of the light for you would be like negative something. You, your frame would have moved up, but uh, the light would be below you now. And as you kept going up, uh, the light would drop lower and lower over time. So there would be a slope. It would be straight, though. But if you were in an accelerating elevator, uh, what would happen is, um, you know, as uh, you might know, acceleration is the change in velocity over time. So if there is an acceleration, 
that's not zero, it, the 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 velocity of your elevator would would keep changing. So, and if the velocity of your elevator keeps changing, the amount that the beam of light moves down it keeps on changing as well. So instead of let's say at time zero, time one, time two, um, the the beam of light was at zero, negative one, and negative two height, right? You Because you moved up at a constant rate with no acceleration, then the beam of light would seem like it was moving down uh, on a straight line. But, you know, I'm just going to make some numbers up that are not constant. <laughs> at time zero, right, maybe you'd start, maybe the light would be at height zero. And then at time one, it would be at height negative one. And then at time two, it would be at a height like negative three. And, you know, time three, maybe it would be at like negative six or something. So there would no longer be a straight line. And, you know, it works works this out with like, you know, basic um you know, high school physics math, right? Where, um, you know, the way you acceleration is velocity over time, right? So if you have an acceleration, what you do is um, to, to calculate uh, the position, you have to do, um, you have to do some division, right? So if, acceleration is velocity or sorry multiplication is velocity over time right you get the velocity at that time by multiplying the acceleration by time so velocity over time times time is velocity so you take uh, to get the velocity you multiply again acceler acceleration by time now you have the velocity. Now, if you want the actual position, right? Velocity is position over time. So once you have the velocity, if you want to know what the position is at that time, you know, as in like the height of the elevator or the or the height of the light beam from the elevator, what you would do is multiply it by time again. So you have the velocity and you multiply it by time. And we just said velocity is acceleration, the acceleration times time. So it's the acceleration times the time times the time. And uh, that that is acceleration times time squared, right? And uh, when you graph anything with a square in it, uh, when you, so if you're gonna graph the position, uh, the height of the light beam over time, you know it would be curved because there's a square in it. Like y equals x squared is a, is a curve, right? Um, and so therefore, the light, you know, from an uh, accelerating elevator, um, the light beam is bending. It's curved. And the there's kind of a neat trick they do in the... I guess it's not really a trick, but... Um, they they're able to uh, figure out where what the height is in terms of the the horizontal distance the the x right um, if you the because because you know uh, that the the hor 
the horizontal position is going to be of the of the light beam, right? Is going to be the speed of light because it's light times time, right? You're able to you're able to just kind of rework that equation into time equaling the position of the light beam, or, the, or I guess the photon, the end of the light beam, uh, over the speed of light. So now you know what time is. It's it's the, the horizontal position of the photon over the speed of light. And then you could just substitute that back in, right, to what you already have, which is like the acceleration um, times acceleration times time squared, right? So that would just be, instead of time, you'd have the horizontal, um, the horizontal position of the light uh, over the speed of light. You square that, multiply that by acceleration, and then you get the, the height of the light beam at that point from your, your frame of reference in the moving elevator. Um, that's a side thing, though, because I, I guess earlier, you know, just by having the time squared in there, we know we know that it's curved um, because, you know, we, we know that obviously the X is the, the, the horizontal position is changing because the light beam is moving uh, and the vertical position is also changing. And I, I think the big, big trick in this or matter. I guess I should stop calling these things tricks. But the the big thing to understand is, like, intuitively, you might think, oh, yeah, but that's kind of fake because the real frame of reference is the person standing on the ground uh, that's not moving, whereas it's kind of made up because you're in an elevator that is moving and it's accelerating, in fact, uh, which is kind of contrived. But, um, you know, Einstein made the point right, that those are actually both equally valid because the guy on the ground is actually also moving because the guy on the ground is on the earth, which is both rotating and, uh, you know, moving around the sun and the sun is moving also and they're also all moving at different rates. They're, you know, they're not... They don't have constant velocity. So um, both of those frames are, are, are valid. And therefore, it is actually true that, um, you know, light projected from like a flashlight or a, or a laser does bend. It does curve. And then <clears throat> there's, there's an extra <laughs> bit which um, connects acceleration and gravity um, and you, you can kind of see how gravity is a form of acceleration, but there's there's a lot more to it, and I will have to I will have to come back to this book someday, uh, maybe after I understand Minkowski geometry. Um, this is like apparently a common thing with these sort of uh, these sort of books. Um, my friend John was telling me how he's reading some some book that. Uh, like explain like the reality of everything from ground principles. I forgot who the author was, but uh, yes, it would if you followed everything, but yeah, he'd say you'd read these things and then you'd come upon a sentence which you would have to research for two months to understand. Then you could come back to, to reading the rest of this. So I'm, I'm, uh, I skipped backwards to um, uh, 
the second book in this theoretical minimum series, Quantum Mechanics. And I've, I've gotten further in that because uh, the math is, is not that hard so far. All right. I hope, I hope you understand about how it is real that light is bending now. Thank <laughs> you.